is good, my Fundamism family, and welcome to another edition of the Fundamism Podcast. I'm your host, Paul J. Wong, master of shenanigans, and it's a win it, baby. Riding solo today. Excited? Can you feel the enthusiasm in my voice? Because I missed you. I'm talking to you, family. I missed you. Ladies and gentlemen, things are picking up. Vaccinations are abound. Are a plenty? A plentiful? I don't know. I'm scheduled. April 2nd. But I've, I've gotten out. I've gotten to do some live events. And I'm super excited. Super excited to meet and mingle to share some goodness, to create some fun and some shenanigans while helping people find their fundamism. Speaking of which, we're going to do that today. Just you and me. Well, of course, and our sponsors. Brought to you as always by Charlie Hustle, a charliehustle.com to learn about all the goodness that is a Charlie Hustle. Speaking of Charlie Hustle, do you guys know? Wait, you couldn't possibly know because this is breaking news. <laughs> Dropping a new a What's Good shirt. Charcoal, black, not your ideal color. Too bland, you might say. Ooh, it's so dark. Well, maybe ash gray is more your style. A light, seasonal blend. Ash gray, cool, calm, collective. With the traditional What's Good logo, uh, black and yellow, no bow tie. So if, for one reason or the other, you've been uh, reluctant to sport a What's Good shirt because you're just not into bow ties, first of all, Get over yourself. Try something new. But you know what? I removed it. I removed it for you. Even Starbucks, Greg Moore from Charlie Hustle told me, removed coffee from their logo. (laughs) Now, the good old-fashioned Fundamism bow tie logo will still be on the nape of your neck, but this What's Good shirt, it's fire, and it's coming out soon. Brought to you by Charlie Hustle. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, gosh, I just, I just want to be like with you, like, not like over your radio, not like over the sound of your car engine on the commute to your work, not just like running side by side with you, like in theory on the treadmill as you listen to this while working out, doing your fundamentals. But I, I, like, I want to be with you. I want to be with you. <laughs> I miss you. I miss people, man. But it's starting, it's starting to shape up. It's starting to shape up to be uh, a continuation of a banger 2021 20, foreshadowing. We're only in March, ladies and gentlemen. What have you accomplished? What have you been working on? Where are you headed? Desired outcomes. How close are you? Me? I'm doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it. Working it. And I feel good. 
Matter of fact, I feel so good. I, uh, I'm excited to say this. Haven't got to tell many people. In a quarter filled with virtual experiences, did the math, carried the one. <laughs> and I'm not very good at math, so I had to double check it. But our quarter one revenue, 2021, has actually exceeded our quarter one revenue of 2020. And we only did one live event. Actually, that's not true. I've done three live events now in quarter one. Up top. Good job, Paul. Sometimes you got to pat yourself on the back. But March 2020 was when the bottom fell out of it. And in reality, I didn't really, I didn't really miss uh, much from quarter one of last year. Two weeks in March is what basically I did without. And considering the bulk of our revenue in quarter one of 2021 has been from virtual experiences, I'm pretty damn proud of the fact that we've exceeded our, uh, our projections for this year in quarter one already and exceeded 2020. See, it is possible. When you focus your energy and you find your passion and you apply yourself, then maybe, just maybe, you could create elements of goodness. And that is the premise for today's podcast. What is it, you may ask? You may recall we're focusing on the how this year to create more joy, fun, and fulfillment in life. The how of fundamentalism, of course, through the fundamentals of fundamism. And that's why uh, this podcast episode, <laughs> it's going to be a good one. A good one because it's chapter due. Chapter due. Chapter two of the fundamism connecting to life through fun book. This, of course, is the actual recording from my audiobook that is on Audible. And uh, because I'm a giver, <laughs> I just love to give. I thought, you know, why just why just hold this audiobook out there for folks just willing to pay? Why not give it to the masses? Why not why not allow people to hear the fundamism story right in their ear holes for free through the Fundamism podcast? So ladies and gentlemen, here we are. Chapter two, if you missed the intro and the forward by one Travis Kelsey and chapter one, of course, arriving at fun's front door, we'll check back a couple of weeks, Fundamism podcast in the list, wherever you're streaming this, you'll find those two epis, episodes, epis, it's what we, we shorten things, trying to save you time. Chapter two, the fundamentals of fundamism. Enjoy. Chapter two, the fundamentals of fundamism. You probably wouldn't worry about what people think of you if you could know how seldom they do. Olin Miller. Having a victim's mentality never got my father anywhere. In fact, it drove a wedge between him and others to such a point that he couldn't connect with many people and cultivate the personal relationships he desired. Knowing that 
everyone goes through challenges in life, what can we do differently to ease the pain these challenges create? What can we do to make the most out of every minute? People who exude happiness and positivity typically have many commonalities. One commonality is their ability to incorporate certain fundamentals on a daily basis. These fundamentals allow them to focus on the future and forget about the drama that tends to keep us from realizing true happiness. This is a concept known as forward thinking. Forward thinking is based on the notion that we cannot change the past. We can only influence or impact the future. By finding things that help us to focus on the good in life, we can more readily move on from the difficult or trying times. Someone that I look up to very much in life once told me that if I wanted to be successful, I should mirror what other successful people are doing. That same principle can be applied to changing our perspective on life. If you want to be more positive and live fulfilling lives, then let's just do what other positive individuals do. That's where the fundamentals of fundamism come in. Fundamism can be defined as the fundamentals of a fun and optimistic lifestyle. These fundamentals are anything that you gravitate towards that provide you with strength, happiness, or even mental release. When you're having a bad day and it seems nothing is going right, what do you do to overcome that negative headspace? Oftentimes, when I ask this question to groups, common responses are hanging with a family, playing with kids, or going out to eat with a loved one. While these are all fundamentals and can be fantastic experiences, relying on the presence of others to provide strength can create significant problems down the road. Let me explain. Have you ever wondered what makes breakups so challenging? If you've experienced a terrible breakup in the past, I'm sure you could relate to the roller coaster of emotions that soon followed. Why? Is it because we feel a sense of failure, rejection, or sadness that comes along when a large chapter of our life comes to an end? Those are all good answers. However, I believe that the biggest struggle after a breakup is finding strength in yourself again without the dependency of others. Relationships come with sacrifice, which means that many of the things we did for fun before getting together are exchanged for more couple-friendly activities. The same phenomenon can take place once children enter the mix. This is perfectly acceptable and natural in life cycle. Where it could become a problem is when you lose a part of your identity and lack the ability to find things that give you strength without the help of others. Challenge yourself to come up with five or more things you do for fun without depending on others. Write them down. These are your fundamentals. How many more do you think you can come up with? If you haven't already, make sure you grab the Fundamism Workbook, where you could write down the answers to all the exercises provided throughout this book. Grab your copy at www.pauljlong.com forward slash free PDF. That's free PDF. Meditating, singing aloud, exercise, listening to music with purpose, enjoying a great meal, dressing up in a funny costume, going for a walk, and even playing a board game can all be considered fundamentals. 
There are a million of them out there, but not every fundamental will be fun for you. Throughout this book, I'll provide you many examples of fundamentals that have worked for others and myself in our lives. The purpose is not to have every fundamental appeal to you, but rather to provoke thought and drive you to incorporate more of the fundamentals that give you strength into your daily life. By implementing fundamentals daily as other positive people do, we can realize our own potential in leading the joy-filled life we all desire. The cat suit craze. What's your biggest fear? Snakes? Public speaking? Perhaps you're like Dwayne The Rock Johnson's character in the movie Central Intelligence and you're petrified of people seeing you naked. Think about your fear for a second. Got it? Now think about experiencing that fear and having your reaction exposed on a stage with millions of people watching. This was the situation I found myself in when my best friend convinced me to do something bold. The date was June 8th in the year of our Kansas City Royals resurrection, 2014. Derek Jeter and his New York Yankees traveled to Kauffman Stadium, home of the Kansas City Royals. Kauffman was also my best buddy John Stoner and I's favorite weekend getaway. Jeter announced his intention to retire at season's end and was in the middle of his farewell tour. Fans in every major league city were coming out to celebrate Derek Jeter's storied career. They were coming up with creative ways to say goodbye while thanking him for being an ambassador to America's favorite pastime. John and I would not be outdone. Weeks prior, while surfing the interwebs, John found some ridiculously outlandish wrestling singlets featuring a large profile pic of a cat on the front and back. He called me immediately. Dude, you'll never guess what I found, John said. You're right, I responded. Did you know that they make wrestling stinglets with cat profile pics on them? John said. I responded, John, how, how could I possibly know that? Great point, he said. I bought two. What are we possibly going to use those for? I responded. John said, I don't know, but it's going to be awesome. One day while watching ESPN, we found our answer. Fans in every major league city were showing out in celebration of Derek Jeter's storied career. Eureka! John exclaimed. What environment wouldn't be infinitely improved with the addition of two dudes in cat wrestling singlets, or cat suits, as they would later be identified? For those of you who aren't familiar with the wrestling singlet, think lycra bodysuit with the leg section extending just above the knee and the upper body section sleeveless like a tank top. And yes, our singlets featured huge cat profile pictures on the front and back. Hence, the term cat suit. We bought our tickets to the June 8th Royals versus Yankees game and suited up in our ridiculous outfits. Now, full disclosure, I'm not deathly afraid of making a fool of myself. John and I had made the world our stage for years and were no strangers to folks laughing at our shenanigans. However, if you're not a man, you may not understand the complex that young boys create for one another in the locker rooms of elementary school. Regardless of whether one is gifted or not, 
Many boys often wonder how they stack up against others and are actually afraid to learn the answer. While I wasn't afraid of making a fool of myself, the thought of my kibbles and bits being exposed to the masses via the oh-so-snug-fitting lycra created a little anxiety. Away we went. Sporting our silly cat suits, John and I made signs littered, see what we did there, with cat puns. Things that read, Derek Jeter, one classy cat. Strike him out right meow and pursuit of the World Series. With signs in hand and bodies exposed, we headed to Kauffman Stadium. As we walked into the venue, we were greeted immediately with laughter. However, a funny thing happened. The laughter was soon accompanied by high fives, smiles, and awesome comments. Don't get me wrong, there were still some rude people who didn't have very nice things to say. Matter of fact, some had some downright awful things to say. These people were in the minority and will exist in any situation. But they were quickly drowned out by those who celebrated our boldness. Soon, folks began coming up to us requesting photos. And oh, the pictures. We took well over 100 pics that day and wound up being tagged in Facebook photos of people all over the Kansas City community. We made an appearance on the Jumbotron, were featured on live TV multiple times while dancing in the stands, were interviewed live on a local Fox Morning News program, and were written up in publications around the nation. Could you imagine the pride of my mother when I told her I was featured in the Washington Post, Yahoo Sports, and even a full-page article in the Wall Street Journal? Can you then imagine the subsequent disappointment she had when I explained why we were in said publications? Several people commented that day that they wished they had the confidence to do what we did. I consistently responded, why can't you? It was that day that I realized something very important. Everybody is looking for something to take their mind off, even for a brief moment, the troubles of their day. A friend once told me, don't worry about what people think about you because they don't think about you. What a sobering statement, but damn, how true. We spend countless hours worrying about what others think, and the bulk of the time folks are only worried about their own problems. If they are worried about us, it is only to mask their insecurities or to escape their own reality for a short moment. When I finally worked up the courage to put on that cat suit with John, I realized that our silliness was actually helping others. It was helping them forget about their troubles for a brief moment and laugh. The whole thing was a tremendous social experience of what could potentially happen when you get out of your own head. As our cat suit adventures continued in the days, months, and years to follow, we crossed paths with many people who needed a reminder of the joy in life. Our role in helping others and our purpose in life was solidified. In addition, we identified one of our favorite fundamentals, dressing up in costume for no good reason. Fun chapter takeaways. Don't dwell on the past. Focus on what you can influence, the future. This is called forward thinking. Mirror what positive people do, so you too will experience that same positivity. Identify your fundamentals and seek them out regularly, especially when you feel discouraged or down. 
Get creative in identifying your fundamentals. Even something as outlandish as prancing around in a cat suit can provide you and others unexpected and honest delight. Next up, now that I've given you some examples of how I incorporate fundamentalism in my life, we'll explore how to find yours. Where can you start in finding your own fundamentals? What may be holding you back in creating more fun in your life? In the next chapter, we'll explore your personal foundation and what makes you experience life the way you currently do. In doing so, you put yourself in a more advantageous position to identify your fundamentals and begin incorporating them into your life every single day. Woohoo! That was a doozy. <laughs> Expecting to uh, to hear more? You know, we put that little that little carrot out there. We dangle the carrot. Isn't that funny? Dangling the carrot. Who wants a carrot anyway? A rabbit, maybe. But I know you don't. But uh, in the next chapter, you won't find that chapter here. Not yet. Unless you want to go to audible.com. Or, of course, you could swoop up your copy of the Fundamism book. Physical copy if you're into that sort of thing. All orders that come through Fundamism.com will be signed by Jaboy. <laughs> of course, it is available on Amazon.com. Buy it or don't. I don't care. But what I do care is that you are working to create additional joy, fun, and fulfillment in your life because that's what we are all about. So you heard the takeaways. Like, don't dwell on the past. It's okay to reflect, to think about how you got here, what could be learned. Cry, because that's, that's a necessity from time to time. Grieve if you need to. But then you got to move the heck on and focus on what you can change. Forward thinking, you dig? You want to be successful? You want to invite more goodness into your life? Well, identify some of those, those positive people that you know, whether they're on your Instagram feed, whether they're on your Facebooks, whether in your circle of influence, family, maybe somebody that you just know of. But pay close attention to what they're doing. Pay close attention to the energy that they're creating and putting out there. If that's an energy that you want more of, well, find a way to replicate it. Of course, you don't have to be them, but you could find a way, find a way to implement some of the things that they're doing in your life in a genuine, authentic manner. What does that positivity look like in your life? Remember, nobody could be you better than you. I'm not asking you to wear a cat singlet. Did you enjoy that story? <laughs> Sigh. Some of the best and worst moments of my life came in a wrestling singlet with a cat named Sprinkles right on the front and back. But you don't have to wear a wrestling singlet to have a good time. And I'm not asking you to gravitate towards my fundamentals 
Of course, there are 117 of them in the Fundamism Connecting to Life Through Fun workbook. 110 of them in the book. But listen, do you. Nobody could be you better than you. Find your fundamentals. Do them more often than you don't. And you'll invite more joy, fun, and fulfillment in your life. And as you're, as you're identifying what these fundamentals look like for you, get creative. Like, remember when we were kids and we didn't overthink things and we just did it because we knew that it was going to make us smile? We didn't weigh out all the pros and cons. We just, we just had fun. I'm not asking you to be a child. But what I am asking you to do is get out of your head. Stop overthinking stuff. Invite more goodness into your life. Find your fundamentals of fundamism. Greatly appreciate you guys tuning in to this, our chapter two of the Fundamism Connecting to Life Through Fun book. Of course, the Fundamism podcast could not be whatever the hell we are without you. So we greatly appreciate your support in sharing a good word. If you haven't left us a review on iTunes, that is the single most effective way that you could help us grow. We, of course, are in and out of the top 100, top 200 on a weekly basis on iTunes in our respective category. But man, we're coming for that top spot. Skeet, skeet. And we need your help to do that. So leave us a review on iTunes if you would. Go out, create some fun in your life today and hopefully in the lives of others. And until we catch you on the flip side, be safe, smile often, have fun, and (sighs) deuces.